0: thing going one way or another you guys know who this is this is your brother yes we're gonna get this thing going man we're gonna have to get this thing going um we got a lot of things that's on my mind We get this thing going one way or another. I thank everybody for tuning in. This is Law Nations. We do have a podcast. Check it out, Law Nation. At any podcast, just type it in. You will see either my face or my logo. And we're going to talk the talk. You know, (laughs) training camp is around. Is 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 going on right now? Live, like it's 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 just one of those things where we know we know for sure that football is tomorrow, right? Yeah, I mean, the the Ravens versus the Chicago Bears, but everybody's talking about the Cowboys. You would think that the main topic of the social media or everybody out there through the world would be the Cowboys, right? Or or would be the uh, Ravens versus the Chicago Bears. But we do know that the America's team is the America's team for a reason. And you just don't throw that name around. But shout out to everybody, man. Before we get started, I would like to just bring up those that's in the chat box and beyond give me a few seconds let me pull up that chat box so we can see uh on the facebook side well i'm gonna jump to the youtube first right uh john sparks thank you for being one of the first i'm talking about he is the first person that's in this thing and hulk rage cowboys yes hulk rage smash this thing streaming willie Beeman, are you in this thing <laughs> i mean i'm looking at the wrong one let me look at this right one i'm looking at the wrong one who is in this thing, man? Is it NC Biggest Cowboys fan? Or is it Tellem? I don't know what, man. <laughs> I got this thing everywhere. But let me jump over to my Facebook panel. Uh, yes, so it's NC Biggest, man. Thank you for joining in. Uh, Tellem, I can't say your name, but you're in second place. And Boomer Sooner, you are, you are in third. And I got my guy, Live like 95, Jamal Anderson, man. Thank you for joining in. Uh, Kerry Teagle and Akeem Studs. Suds, what's going on, man? Thank you for joining. I'm going to try to pull up the uh, the silver and blue nations. I'm going to try to do it a little different today. I'm going to pull up their uh chat box because I had to do it through the phone. So if you are, let me see. Let me I can pause myself. I can't do it. Let me do it like this. All right. So, yeah, I got the silver and blue. You guys heard a little echo there. It's all good. I have uh, silver and blue nation chat pulled up, too. And I got Robert. Shout out to you, Dominique, Morgan, Scott. You are in the Silver and Blue Nation too as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm always trying to reach out just like AT&T, reach out and touch, right? Uh, So shout out to Phantom. Guys, go follow their page. Big Game James, Silver and Blue Nation, D Dallas Prospect. Go and follow their page and also Okoye Media. Go and follow their outlets. Go and follow their pages. And did I mention Shango? Shango got all – guys don't know who Shango is. My God, I don't know where you've been. But Shango Live – Dallas Cowboys uh, news and 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 all this good stuff that he have the Dallas Cowboys show. I'm telling you, Shango is one of the top dogs. He's one of the reasons why I'm doing YouTube now as we speak. He got a lot of stuff out there in Oxnard. Go to his page on YouTube. You see a lot of those clips, and I can't wait to break those down. He did say I have free room to rule around those clips so I can't wait to have that out on Wednesdays I always try to give you guys some type of insight or some type of clip but let me go ahead and play this little clip right here of uh Jason Garrett is Jason Garrett the answer is Jason Garrett going to be that guy that can step it up for everybody let's listen to what they have to say and then I can go back and forth and when we complete everything we can do a Q&A and I can tell you guys who are making a noise out there in training camp
1: He'd never be on the hot seat. Me and Steven, there's no one that would have a view of Jason the way we do. Coach, do you think that Jason Garrett in this year, that he'd be on the hot seat
2: there with the Dallas Cowboys? Well, Jerry, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, I never heard him say he wasn't on the hot seat. I just heard him say that he has the best view of the decisions that he makes and, and the pragmatic decisions, and that he, he respects those decisions. But at this point, you, you've, you've made a pretty big transition. You've changed, changed mm-hmm. up the quarterback. You've, you've made a commitment to the offensive line. You've, you've changed re- out some of the coaches re- underneath re- them. Re- not some. I mean, it a was bunch. it was a overhaul of, yeah. of the coaching staff. So. So you've, you've had that opportunity, you've had continuity, you've had the chance to be there for a long time and make a lot of decisions that shape this organization. They've, they've got to make some sort of, of jump here, and they've got to show it, it may not be the Super Bowl, but they've got to show that that's where they're trending and that maybe it's, a, it's a, a piece here or a piece there. And going into training camp, there's a, there's a team that you hope to be. And then coming out of training camp, there's a team that you, that you realize you have to be, and
0: and that's. Let me stop right here. He says there's a team that you want to be, and there's a team that you hope to be, uh, and I said in the right, in the reverse wave. He on the way he said it, but this is the thing: um, is Jason Garrett on the hot seat? From my opinion, um, I think that Jason Garrett has hidden tape on Jerry Jones. I don't think Jerry Jones is going to get rid of Jason Garrett. Uh, I don't see this team. Just me personally, I don't see this team going six and ten, five and eleven. I don't see this team going seven and nine. And I do know that we have a, a very, very, very difficult schedule. But these are the things that I see. I see that now that you have Ezekiel Elliott back, right? You have the core, the offensive line. I told everybody all off season. We're well, still off season, but I told everybody after the before the draft and after the season that we had last year, is that we must focus on the core. If you can focus on the core, then everything else can work out. So with that being said, now we have a team that's structured. Just if if injuries – let me knock on wood. You guys can knock on wood too as well. If injuries do, does not come into play, then we can have some things to go just fantastic for us because this team, think about this, eighth overall in defense last year, right? And I do know that third down defense was kind of like trash because it was like 27 on third downs. If we can just improve on that, and I'm thinking that Chris Richard is going to do that, I think that this team, and then it's an even year. Jason Garrett always have a good year when it's an even year, 2014, 2016, 2018. <laughs> so it's an even year. I think the, the the computer chip in Jason Garrett's brain or mind or body, somehow it just started to operate it just starts to operate. But I'm thinking that this team is going to be better. And uh, we'll just wait and see, guys. We just have to wait and see.
2: It's the important thing that, that they need to do is, is is understand who they are coming out of training camp and make sure that's the way they go into the season. Is Jason Garrett's success tied into Dak Prescott's success this year? Will he go as Dak Prescott goes? Yeah, a- absolutely. and And – the part of, of removing dez was the idea that they want i forget the quote they want the receivers to run the exact routes or i forget what how how it was phrased yeah. but if if that's going to be the way it is where it's precision routes it's pure coverage based and look i like that they've got to make it work and and they've got a group of receivers that You don't know whether they can get open when the game is on the line. You don't know if they're going to be able to get open Mm -hmm. when it's straight man-to-man coverage. You don't know if if they're playing from behind how well that group's going to respond. And and if they can't do it very well, what are you going to do from a coaching perspective to help them? What formations, what plays, what are you going to design to give those guys an opportunity to be successful understanding their shortcomings?
3: That is, I think, the biggest key here, and that will be Jason Garrett's biggest challenge this year is to use a cliche man oh man he 's going to have to coach him up because you are you're going to have to scheme guys open you 're going to have to do things with guys that have not i don't want to say they 're under talented but they at least have not shown to be highly talented players in this league at your pass catching positions that you are going to have to get them open on Tuesday, Wednesday when you're installing the game plan that they can then go execute on Sunday because it's not going to be a whole lot of how that play happened. Man, Alan Hearns just blew by, beat his man, beat the safety, and he was there, and Dak delivered a perfect ball 40 yards in the air. Like, that is going to fall on the head coach. It, well, in addition to the, the new coordinators no, no, and no, the coaches, no, no. I understand. Let me all-
0: pause them right here. Uh, none of this falls on the head coach because the way the system is set up with – <laughs> the way Jerry Jones. Jason Garrett is a walk-around coach. He put people in positions like, the, uh, for example, Rob Marinelli. He can be the next guy to fall on the sword. And then we have Chris Richard. He can be the guy saying, okay, well, maybe he's a, a young guy. Maybe his philosophy will take time to develop. And then you're talking about Scott Lenihan. This the, the way that Jerry Jones, the billionaire that he is, he the the, the marketing extraordinaire, <laughs> the guy that can put people in places and always know how to dodge the bullets, right? jerry jones and already have his excuse already built in for jason garrett i hate to say this guys but this is the truth so help me god guys because this is how it is it just this is just how it is i cannot see that this staff will just say okay if all is on jason garrett because the excuses are already there it's already built in hey we had this we had that we had this and happened. you know it it goes on and on and on again the next people that can fall on the sword is the off. Offensive coordinator, which is Scott Lennon had, And they're going to say that is the guy that's going to uh, say that he he was not able to draw up or craft up a play, right? So he gets the axe. Then after that or beyond that, it would be Rob Marinelli. He will have to follow the sword, or he would. They would say, okay, uh, he didn't he didn't do what he needed to do out there to elevate this team, and Jason Gary get to walk away scot free. It don't sound cute. It does not sound like that's a productive uh, reasoning of being a GM. But it is what it is. Think about this. We can name tons of coaches that we can think. Now, I do know that we can hire a coach within, but come on. I love the fire that Chris Richard brings. I love everything that he brings out there on the table. But – Yes, that'd probably be the the next thing that the Cowboys do, but I just don't see the Cowboys. Jerry Jones getting rid of Jason Garrett. I just don't see it. Guys, comment down below. Let me know how you guys would see that play out. You will have to go, I guess, 0-5 the first games. Or maybe 0 and six, one and seven, one and you know, even even in 2015. Remember, we was all talking about. Well, you know, when Tony Romo was playing, he was three and zero, and then when Tony Romo gets back, we win this game and win that game, and we can make it to the playoff. You, You remember that? You know, and I do know a lot of people say, ah, ha ha ha, Cowboys Nation are delusional, but we can only go as far as the GM is, and. And the GM is Jerry Jones, the owner, the, the, the president of the team, the operation is Jerry Jones. Now, unless we hear like news of Stephen Jones who's going to take over everything and they lock Jerry Jones up into a box, and now we can see a true GM that they hire in, and you know, that would be Will McClay. But let me just go ahead and, and keep going with this thing.
3: All that part of it, but that's what he's got to do. So this is a critical year for Dallas because there there ain't there's no 50 year option on Dak Prescott's contract Dak Prescott this coming offseason, probably contract extension. Offseason after that, Zeke's getting one, if not sooner. Like, all of a sudden, those cheap – they're paying Dak 700 grand. Like, those cheap players are about to become super expensive players. And so this is a critical moment when you have that all-pro offensive line, when you still have DeMarcus Lawrence, to go out there and try to compete in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL. And as Coach Mangini mentioned,
1: one of the things before you get on the hot seat – is they make you change your staff and that's what they did with dallas so part of being in the spotlight or on that hot seat is you got to change your staff and then you're judged based on what type of improvements have they made and in changing the staff they're doing it without a lot of veteran leadership especially on the offensive side of the ball so now with jason being a former backup quarterback Jason hadn't really cut his teeth on offense or on defense, and that becomes a problem with an identity as a coach. Well, is he going to upgrade the offense, or is he going to have a huge influence? I don't think he's going to have an influence on the defense because they really respect their defensive coordinator. But the one thing about Dallas is tricky. Jerry made a lot of mistakes in reacting early in his career as an owner. Now as he's gotten older in season, he likes Jason because he believes Jason can handle being the Dallas Cowboys coach. And he likes the relationship that they personally have. Now, is Jerry Jones willing to invite someone else to take over that team? See, I don't think Jerry is as interested in that as people think he is. So I think people put Jason Garrett more on the hot seat than Jerry Jones. I think Jerry, even though he has pressure there in Dallas, I don't think there's the pressure from the ownership on Jason like people would think that a team that hasn't been to the playoffs.
2: And and when you look at the way that this team is formed, they do have an outstanding offensive line. They've, they've committed to it financially. They've got an outstanding running back. They should be able to control games in the running game, and what that should do is get an eighth person down the box, which means the safety is down close to the line of scrimmage, Don't and that should mistake. open up some things outside. Is, is it going to be perfect? No, but having a, a substantial running game and then being able to run play action, meaningful play action off of that, because they they do have to honor the run threat, that should open things up. It's more when you're behind or when the whole world knows that you have to throw the ball and the receivers have to run a route and get open, that's where the problems start coming in when you can't
0: you can't supplement it with other parts of the offense.
2: see what does it mean to be coach of the Dallas Cowboys? You said, Jerry...
0: Hey, uh, this is the thing. Uh, he did say some things that we've been echoing out through the nation, but this is the thing that we really need to really pull pull out or point out. The, the, the fear of the unknown, the unknown that the Cowboys' wide receiver play can do. And all this thing, when this video ends, I'm going to give you guys... Uh, some some guys who are making noise out there as far as the wide receiver play. This team, this team right here, I'm telling you, I, I cannot explain it. You guys have to look at the tape, uh, especially uh, when I post the film tonight. You guys going to see that this wide receiving core – We're just going to jump out and hit people by surprise. I think that Alan Hearns can get the separation. We already know what Tavon Austin can do, and especially what Cole Beasley can do. Of course, we do know that last year he was bracket coverage, and then we all heard Cole Beasley say, that hey, this is the first time I'm learning something. This is the first time they're listening to what I have to say, and they're putting me out to the outside. And guess what? I'm not injured this year. Let me knock on some more wood. But that's how it goes, man. That's that's exactly how it goes. This offense, this uh, this wide receiver core, we're gonna just hit people by surprise, and they're hungry and they're determined. And you guys know, I'm t- telling you guys about a, a guy or a, a body of people with a determined mind that means so much. But let's get let's get back to this film. <laughs>
2: Jerry Jones wants someone who knows how to be coach what does that mean
1: well from a media standpoint the interviews the Dallas media uh, can be difficult because the expectations it's a large market Um, Jerry Jones is the general manager so Jerry at sometimes as far as football he's going to think that he knows more than you and then Jerry's backup as the general manager happens to be Jerry's son so it becomes difficult when you're talking to your boss who's the owner And then the guy who has the number one position, the general manager, he's his son. son. So it it becomes, what do I say? How much? How much do I really like tell him? And how much control does the head coach in Dallas have as far as the overall personnel decisions? Which I don't believe is significant.
3: Who's the voice of the New England
2: Patriots? Bill Belichick. Okay, who's the voice of the. I am trying to figure out no 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 no. Gotcha. no, 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 I the, no. I just, no, no. I'm going Who's the. Gotcha. Okay. Whoa. I never thought
3: that. I'm leading some. Who's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs? Andy. Andy Reid. I would say. The voice of the Green yes, Bay so, yeah. Packers probably Mike McCarthy, right? Who's the voice of the Dallas Cowboys? Jerry. Jerry Jones. And I think this is a key component. Remember, he, he fired Jimmy Johnson after winning a couple Super Bowls. Because guess wow. who the voice and the face of the Cowboys was? Jimmy, Jimmy mm-hmm. and, and by the way, Bill Parcells had a good run there. They got him to the playoffs his last year there. Then the, yeah. the the right after that, like one thing that has been good for. Jason Garrett is, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, he's absolutely known his place in the organization. And, I, don't, and there, I, I think there are some coaches that would not always like the fact that the final voice publicly is always going to be Jerry Jones and I true think Jerry that, likes that. that Jason is very comfortable with I, that.
2: I, I think the other thing that, that is a positive in Dallas is you know that the owners involved in Dallas. There's a lot of places where the owner doesn't say anything but they're very involved, and as a head coach, you got to go up to the podium and say, "Hey, I think this is a really great idea." When in the back of your mind, like, "No, this isn't a good idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm being totally forced to do this," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've got to say what a great That's idea it is. Boss. And then when it fails, it's like, "Yeah, yeah maybe I should have made, yeah, made a different decision." All right. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show.
0: All right. So uh, pretty much that was everything on that. Uh, of their points of views, of their mind, of what Coach Garrett is and what they feeling about is Jason Garrett. They they never a- answer the uh, question that that they try to put out there. Is Jason Garrett the answer, uh, or will he make it this season? Will he be the one that we all need to focus on? Will he be the one that we all need to say to ourselves, "Can he take us there to that next level?" They never pretty. It never pretty much answer that question. Uh, I can tell you guys, uh, this is a, a even year. Um, our biggest thing is we have to get hot late in the season. We have to figure out a way to, um, when we get to the playoff, we get into the playoff. When we get to the playoff, we have to figure out a way to, uh, I guess, somehow reel this team in. What I'm looking for out of Jason Gary, let's look at the positive, Okay. We can always we can always talk about the doom and gloom. We can always talk about the worst case scenario. And then I can do the Q&A later, okay? After this, I'm going to do the Q&A. Look at the positive. One thing we do have for sure, continuity, right? We can say that. We know the flow of Jason Garrett. You know, we saw the all or nothing. We understand that part of it, right? So there's something about continuity that you just can't put a finger to, right? And then the second thing too as well. The 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 aspect of the players all know what Jason Garrett want to do. Finish the fight. I'm telling everybody: start the fight, and then keep fighting, and then finish the fight. I want you to do three things: just like finish him. You know, that's what I want to see during the end. That killer mentality. We can only say this to ourselves: Jason Garrett does does not have nothing to do with the defense, right? We we can say that. They brought in Chris Richard. That mentality is trickling down through everybody on his team. It's contagious. It's something about a coach, a rah-rah coach that can get into the face and not only just say, um, this is what I want you to do, but he coming into the picture or into the fold with some hardware. He he said, okay, this is a proven product that I have from Seattle Seahawks. This is how I was able to develop Richard Sherman. This is how I was able to ve- develop Brandon Browner. This is what – you guys can't become if you guys just listen to what I have to say. And when you listen to what I have to say, everybody else saying that I'm hungry. We're tired of being talked about like trash. We're going to step this thing up one way or another. And this is how you can get this thing done. The trickle-down effects. Now, the problem, the thing that we need to see Jason Garrett improve on is second-half adjustment. We can look back at last year's game and we can say, well, several last year games and where in the world and were weather adjustments where were they (laughs) if Jason Garrett the walk-around coach can stay in tune in the game and understand what the opposition is trying to do because we as fans sitting far far away we can say okay Jason figure out a way to have these turnovers to occur because I do know that you don't coach the defense but figure out how a way to when this third and two, or is it third and one, and you're on your half of the field, figure out, hey, we got the best offensive line in the world, one of the best, and I hate saying the best, but we one of the best. Why don't you just go ahead and pound a rock at that moment of time? Pound that rock, push that ball, and then, and then on top of that, since we are already on our side of the field, if we don't get that third down and it's now fourth and inches, go for it. Just go for it. Get this thing into it. Let's just go and punch this baby in. That's what we need to have from Jason Garrett, that type of fire. Coach like your, coach like your butt is on the line. I'm trying to keep you PG-13, if you guys know what I mean. So let's just go with that philosophy. Now I can answer you guys' questions and answers. Uh, okay. What's going on with uh, Antoine Myers? What's up, man? Thank you for joining in to the nation, man. Beasley is not good on the outside. I, I have not. The film that I studied on Beasley on the outside. Remember this. Beasley never caught a ball on the outside when, Jason, when Tony Romo was the quarterback, right? He only caught one pass on the outside, and that was against the Chicago Bears. It was his first catch ever in life and that was in 2016 on the outside line up on the outside he was able to catch the ball Okay, I I can do agree with you on that aspect because I have yet to see Beasley play on the outside and he is what 5'9", 5'10", 180 pounds give or take and, and playing on the outside you're gonna have your corners the jam you're gonna have to figure out a creative way to get separation but even if it's like one of those trickery plays, you line them up on the outside you see what the defense is trying to throw at you and then you call them and motion them out to the inside maybe that would be a good deal for the cowboys but we will have to wait and see i agree with you mayors on that so now we have the real richmond man um this only bring the best out of everyone yes buddy johnson what's going on man One of the internet says that Jeff Swain is 27 on the Wikipedia, and he's 24. Uh, It's not accurate. I guess you are talking about his age. I guess that's what you are talking about. Ty Jefferson, man, salute to you, man, brother. Appreciate you. Beasley looking like a monster right now. Yes, Zeke. This is D Zeke pre-Elliot experience. Yes, he does look like a monster right now. Remember, this is the offseason. This is so vanilla. Right now, training camp is so vanilla. But right now, what we can see from Cole Beasley, he is showing the fact that he is healthy. He's running a lot faster, smoother in and out of his breaks. That is what we can see with our eyes. So Let me jump over to the panel, man. Appreciate you guys. All uh, right. Let's see the panel. Ronald Smith, Brandon Timmons. What's going on? Seattle game. First goal is the three possessive passing on the goal line. Yeah, we don't need to do that. When we get on the fir- when we get on the goal line, let's just punch this thing in. Let's just run this thing in. Let us let everybody feel the reason why you drafted Ezekiel Elliott. And did you guys, this? you guys see number 45 out there? My God, put him in Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield at the same time. When you're on the goal line, Just get this money. Punch this thing in. That's all you have to do. And then let me jump over to Silver and Blue uh, Nations. Uh, shout out to Scott, man. What's going on, Hulk Logan? Thank you for joining in too as well. He's always have excuses for his players that was hurt. They were suspended. Yeah. Those built-in excuses are everything uh, what Cowboys always use. And I kind of hate that to the core, but it's just one of those things that we can't stop. You know, this is Jerry Jones regime. And the only way this thing can stop altogether collectively, unless Jerry Jones say, hey, guys, I'm stepping down. My son is going to my son. My son is going to run this operation. That's the only way you can stop this. This Jason. Garrett and Jerry Jones love affair. That's the only way. I think it's Jason Garrett got some type of tapes on on, on the on the old man. Uh, Mitch, what's going on, man? What's going on with you, Stone Cold? It's a cold name. I kill one of the coldest names on YouTube. What's going on? I hope you don't kill for real, but you know what I'm talking about. Tavon is one of the missing pieces we didn't have from from yester Yes, I think that with the um, Tavon Austin's of the world, and the way we can do that jet sweep. Think about this. Go and watch my guy Koye's film on what Lucky Whitehead was able to do as it relates to these reverse sweeps. And he made the comparison of the video on how the defense, they're going to have to really play respectable. It's one thing that anybody can't say. Nobody can say this right here. When you're talking about speed, Lucky Whitehead still was a 4'3 guy, right? Teams still had to the respect their speed. They can say, okay, his hands are garbage. They can say his route running capability is trash. But one thing the Green Bay Packers had to learn during that game is respect the brothers' speed. Now, I think that when they went to the playoff, the biggest mistakes, and this is Coach Garrett again, the adjustments, the the, the right time and the wrong time to make your stance on things. Uh, I think when they went to the playoff, when they played against Green Bay, I think that Lucky Whitehead wasn't active during that game. Trust me, guys, speed kills, and speed will make the defense play a little honest. They do not want those big plays to go for long yards. And um, I'm going to show you guys, too, I think if I can craft some plays up on those big runs that even Ezekiel Elliott did last year against the 49ers, that reverse sweep. Although they didn't give the ball to Cole, not Cole Beasley, Ron Switz. He was on the team at the time. Although they did not give him the ball, but the team still wanted to say, we want to stop this guy, number 10. Ryan Switz and they, they focus on Ryan Switz and BAM Ezekiel Elliott like caught the edge and he was in the next thing you know he was in the end zone dancing, you know. He was getting boogie on, he was getting his boogie on. Um OGs, oh what's going on, man? Rollings, man. What's going on, man? Shout out to you. Perry Lock Law Gallup is going to be some things. Yeah, let me go ahead and jump on to the uh, training camp standouts. They said, and this is from what I they say out there, shout out to those that's right now that's out there. Shout out to my guy Mark Holmes, Foots the King, and Shango, and, and those big game James going out there. I think my guy uh, Producer G is going out there too as well. Shout out to those that's out there in Oxnard. This is the thing. Alan Hearns. I've seen Alan Hearns get separation, and he have this subtle speed on himself. He's leaner, he's faster in and out of his breaks, and I'm seeing that too, and I can't wait to show you guys those clips. Alan Hearns, he's going to step it up, and then we saw, we already know what Tavon Austin can do, but these hidden guys, like the Lance Lenores of the world, right? This team, when they playing against each other out there now, <laughs> this guy, Richard, he is playing everybody uptight, and you got to fight for every inch, and this is the camp standouts. They saying right now that Michael Gallup, is showing his you know what off. and then on top of that, the the, uh, the the LVE, the first round draft pick that we went out there and got right. Everybody was kind of like, ah, come on, come on, coach, what what you doing, Jerry Jones? But LVE two force fumbles, and and he's playing the middle. I, trust me, guys, I would rather for Jalen Smith play that 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 Mike linebacker position, but Jalen Smith is better in chasing up field, crashing down on the edge. And Jalen Smith, on one of his interviews, he said himself. I'm a natural pass rusher. And I got clips on that, too, when North, North, Notre Dame was able to put him on the edge and say, hey, just go out to the quarterback. And he can do that. He have the size, the measurables, that, that freakish athletic skills, too, as well, off the edge. That bend, he got bend, too, as well, and he can get to the quarterback. And then when you mentioned LVE, who can roam and cover out in space, who Chris Richard compared him to a KJ Wright. I'm not. Saying, I'm not saying he's KJ right. I'm not saying he is, but he did make the comparison. The guy that coaching the guys, maybe he would know more than we do, right? <laughs> Speed kills, yes, but he does have that lateral movement, and he's just a huge target. Six foot five, still growing, 250 something pounds, and he can fly out to the ball. That what is that is what I like, and then you sprinkle in what Sean Lee can do. This is nasty, guys. This is nasty. Uh, Zach Williams, what's up, man? Urban, urban, urban. What's going on with you, man? Cleveland, (laughs) streaming Willie Beeman. Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, Lincoln Hawk, thank you for joining in. Mayors, what's going on? Uh, Let me jump back over to the panel. The panel, the all-stars. Nat, what's going on? I hear good things about Gallup. Yes, guys, he is stepping this thing up so with that being said I'm going to have to cut this thing short I really thank everybody for tuning in if I did not get to your conversations if I didn't get to your answers please just try to leave them still I I go back and I read your questionings I try to respond to them the best way I can but the best thing that you can do for me is to like this page subscribe to this page let me know or give me honest feedback too I'm always uh, acceptable to honest feedback Um, also Um, there's a thing called share. Just share this information over. I did say in the beginning that we do have a a podcast. Hit me up. uh, Hit me up. Just type in Law Nations and you can hear the podcast, especially when you're driving on the road or going out of town. You can just listen to the nation. Also, hit me up on Twitter, too, as well. That's Laws Nation and find me on Instagram instagram at laws nation too as well i'm there uh every day i try to respond to most i'm posting pictures and stuff like that what's going on and if you have clips and you want to share that with me just tag me in those clips too as well and i can break those clips down that's all the time i have for today i really thank you all for joining in to the nation and remember you're listening in to nothing but the best salute Let's jam on out to this good music, man I really appreciate you guys You guys know I love you And let me listen to this thing right here <laughs> Let me know if y'all like that drop, man It's, it's that it's the good drop, man <laughs> Yeah For those that's on the YouTube uh, chat box, man Just hang tight Even after the show I can still a- answer you guys' questions And I can start to get my, my fingers together and Start typing you guys some responses